Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Lion Zen Podcast. I am with you as always, Eric. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and get things going. Let's get it started, huh? You know, I pride myself in trying to talk about, you know, different mental health things and different self-awareness, self-improvement, things of that nature. Uh, today, today I'm going to pull you behind the curtain a little bit on, on some things that I've struggled with immensely in my life that I, I've grown so much and I've become so much better at them, but I, I feel like we don't talk about it. People don't recognize it and we need to. So let's talk a little bit about humility, being humble. Um, so often, just even within the last, you know, six months, uh, or, or less even, I've had, you know, friends come up to me and they're like, wow, you know, way to be humble, way to be, you know, learn some humility. Um, because we, we often get our egos stroked and it's, and it feels good. It feels great. 100% it feels great. But we also need to remember that it's important to stay humble because having humility not only helps you develop a more kind approach uh, to interacting with others, but it also influences how you perceive yourself in the world around you. And that was, that was a hard lesson to learn. Um, that was a really hard lesson to learn. And it, and it took me, it took me some time, you know, uh, with, with my marriage and, and my relation, my past relationships. Um, I, you know, certainly had some low self-esteem, you know, going through different things and, and, and I certainly didn't build up my partners in any of those relationships either. Not, not, not well at all. <laughs> um, definitely at fault for that. So there's a lesson to learn for, for everybody out there, you know, continue to build your partners up, you know, whoever it is you're with, build them up, cheer for them. You know, that's that's an important part of being in a relationship, a friendship, whatever. But don't do it to the point where, you know, they they expect it often and you know they start to become too arrogant about it. And that, that may have been part of my issue. Um was, you know, I was getting told often that you know, I was, I was a good person. I was this, I was that, I was smart. I was that, you know, whatever it was. And I, and I'm guilty of it because I would often say things like, oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know I am. Yeah, I know I'm this. Yeah, I know I'm that. Yeah, I know whatever. And it clouded my judgment of, you know, of, of the people around me, the world around me. Humility helps you extend more compassion and empathy to others. And often people that, that are humble, they you're you're more likely to consider what others' beliefs or opinions are. Now think about that one for a second. You you, you think back to maybe somebody, a friend or or you know, a, a past lover 
spouse, whatever, and you think back to how they may have acted towards you and how they may have been like, my, you know, my shit don't stink. Or never, never really wanting to listen to your side of the story or never agreeing with your side of the story. Things like that. And how did that make you feel? And then you think back and you're like, okay, I kind of get where he's coming from right now. You know, yeah, that, that guy that I was with, that girl that I was with, whatever it was, you know, that person that I was with, yeah, they really did act in, you know, a real arrogant kind of way. And whenever we had a discussion about something, there was a disagreement. It was, oh, no, it was never my side of the story or my feelings were always discounted. This is why. And for those of you that that may have been the person that acted that way, take a take a hard look at yourself and um, learn some humility. I remember I was just talking to um, a friend of mine the other night about 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 their separation divorce and all that and um and how all that went down and i remember I remember talking to him about men and how how men especially especially those of us that you know were in this boat when we were younger in high school um, myself included, I, I was a, I was a ladies man. Um, I had, I had, I had several women that, you know, found me attractive, probably more so than I, than I ever would have thought. But I, I was a ladies man, you know, and once once my divorce happened i didn't i didn't necessarily revert back to that but i wasn't necessarily open to relationships and it took and it, you know it took a while it took a while it took it took time to learn humility and it takes time to for 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 men to grow up or grow out of certain situations. I've certainly grown out of that situation now. I'd like to think that I have. Um, you know, I'm not out here being promiscuous and whatever. I, back to, back, back to the, the conversation that I had, you know, with a friend of mine who was going through something similar to this, you know, their, their ex-spouse, um, not humble at all. And it was, he, he had gotten, he had gotten married, uh, within a couple of months after the divorce was final. And, uh, and it's funny because when you think of that, you're like, wow, like something had to have been going on, right? 
And you're damn right, something had to be going on. I don't care what anybody says. Any any man that's ever been in that situation or any man that's ever, you know, been this kind of guy that, you know, might have had a, you know, uh, um, luck with, with, you know, the opposite sex in high school. And, you know, they were they were the guy. They could have been the guy. But they got tied down at a young age. And they never had what I like to call what I like to call their, their hoe phase. They never had that. So then they're always searching to be built back up by somebody or someone to make them feel like they still have it. To make them feel like, yeah, I still I still got my mojo. I still got it. And I I fully believe that in this particular instance that this particular case that's exactly what happened was that this person was then led to believe that they still had it that they still had whatever it was that they could still get with somebody else and however that however that positioned itself whether it was you know, in person by saying, oh, you know, it's too bad we're both married or, oh, it's, you know, it's too bad you're with somebody or, oh, it's too bad it's this or it was too because, you know, we could be a thing or whatever. I feel like in that moment then that that decision was already made and it was just, how am I going to get out now? And then once out, you know, let's go from there. The only reason that I say those things, the only reason that I can come to that conclusion is because I'm a man. It's because I'm not going to say I was in that exact... I, I certainly wasn't in that exact uh, situation. That That's not me. That wasn't me. But I understand what happened and I understand how that went and I understand because I know the people that were involved in that situation I know their personalities I know I know you can read between the lines you know you can read the tea leaves whatever it is you want to say however you want to word it in my heart of hearts I feel like that's exactly what happened in that situation and I feel like that happens far too often and the reason that that happens is because we're, we're 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 just we're just dumb. We don't talk. We don't communicate with each other. We don't give each other what we need as friends, as partners, as whatever. You know, I know I've said it before. I've, I I did I did an episode on communication and how important communication is, and I can't stress that enough. Open communication is of the utmost importance daily and I don't want to just single out men in this particular instance like it's just oh it's you know it's men that were the guy you know they had whatever they wanted or they could do what they wanted they had they didn't have their whole phase or whatever I don't want to just single out men in this instance no 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 not at all Because I know of a female who's been doing this for some time now. 
And it's the exact same thing that happened with her. Married, kids. Now she's just out running around naked. And is laying wake to relationships. I mean, just just laying waste, you know? I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think. You know, and this is this is how it was explained to me, um, talking about this this particular female, and it was, she will turn even the most loyal of men, and I'm like, yeah, but I don't know, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true. I said, no, no, that's that's not true. I don't feel that that's true at all. Just because she's out here running around naked, literally literally running around naked there was an instance that happened where she was um at home and some the fedex driver pulled up apparently good looking guy i don't know i don't know him from anybody else um but from what i understand was that she saw the truck pull up and she went to the door and she opened the door and she was completely stark naked like she just got out of the shower or something no towel no nothing just just opens the door she is completely naked um had a breast augmentation done you know so she's got fake boobs all this blonde hair whatever opens the door completely naked and the fedex driver was appalled and they actually filed a complaint on her. The the FedEx driver um, was actually uh, was a male, and he was homosexual, and he and and good for him, right? Good for him because in that moment she feels like she can do this because she's always gotten away with this. And it goes, and it's the same thing for for men too, right? I'm not trying to single out one sex or one or the other. It's the same for everybody. I hope that by that FedEx driver, by that delivery driver doing that, I say FedEx, I'm not sure if it was FedEx or Amazon or UPI, I'm not sure. That that deliver that package, that parcel delivery driver, by him doing that, I hope, I hope that that person then learned their lesson in humility and how they can't do those things and how that's not appropriate to do those things. And a normal person, I, I shouldn't even say it like that normal, I should say uh, a person with, I don't know, morals maybe, a person with humility likely wouldn't do something like that. An ethical person maybe, I maybe that's what it is her i don't know clearly her perspective is a little backwards of what she should be doing or what's okay and that goes for men as well and i and i know i went to high school with men that thought they were you know just king of the mountain could could conquer any woman whatsoever could conquer whatever it was they wanted and they lacked humility. And nothing would ever be their their fault. Nothing would ever cause them to be embarrassed or anything of the sort. In moderation, that might be okay. I mean, we talk about we talk about confidence or being prideful. 
there's 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 a vast difference between the two you know we can't mix up being prideful and pride most i guess most people would consider humility the the antonym of pride and may associate pride with with being a bad trait to possess but it's not pride is not a negative thing Pride is actually very important. You know, when you think about pride, it comes from being proud that there is nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with being proud of yourself or where you come from. Taking pride in yourself, your culture, your achievements, etc., those are all immensely great qualities. Those are all great qualities. And it's important to embrace who you are and what you've accomplished and the journey that it took to get you there. That's why I am so prideful of of this i am so incredibly prideful of sharing my story and trying to help people you know once i was told once that a lion doesn't need to tell anybody that it's a lion and that was in response to 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 me being too prideful that was in response that was a lesson for me to learn and be like hey you need to be more humble you need to learn some humility eric you know what a lion doesn't need to tell anybody that it's a lion and it is so true because when you when you walk in somewhere and you have this persona and you have this 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 swagger this control over the room or whatever it is people are going to look at you they're going to feel that energy they're going to feel that vibe they're going to be like that guy that girl, that person, man, that person is really cool. Like, I want, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to go hang out with them. I want to see what they got going on. But if you walk into a room with your head down, you walk into a room just feeling like, you know, a, 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 an animal that just got kicked. If you walk into a room and you go straight to the corner, like a dog that just got neutered, that's going to be in the corner licking its neutered scar. Chances are people aren't going to want to see you, be with you, hang with you, talk to you, nothing of the sort. They're not going to listen to anything you have to say. But if you walk into that room with your head up, with your head held high, you walk into that room being proud of what you've accomplished so far in your life, on your journey, people are going to recognize that. People are going to see that. And there's so many things that all of you have to be proud of, right? Whether it's being a parent whether it's whether it's you know getting over addictions, drug, alcohol, etc., it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, you know, holding down, uh, you know, a job. I mean, we we think about these things and we're like, these are just normal things, Eric. Like getting up in the morning, really getting up in the morning. Like that's just a, a normal part of life, Eric. Yeah, you're right. It is for most people, but for some people that are battling deep, dark depression. It's, it's extremely hard to get out of that bed in the morning. And I know that because I went through that. You know, for some people, it's so incredibly hard to, to vacuum and do the dishes. To, to pick up around your house or whatever it is. For some people, that is extremely hard because of everything else they're going through in that moment. So you need to be proud 
of of climbing even just the smallest of mountains that may have seemed like Mount Everest at times and build from there and then create more goals and be like, I'm going to do this in six months. I'm going to do this in a year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. You need to be proud of where you came from, the journey you've led, the things you've accomplished, and build from that. Life is one day at a time. We need to be we need to build each other up. And like I said, being humble being humble being, uh, being humble helps you extend more compassion and empathy towards others. You know, and, and you'll be more likely to consider other people's opinions, like I said. If you're able to be happy for others and their accomplishments, it it'll it'll lead to you to your development with more positive relationships with people, right? You'll be less consumed by jealousy or self-pity and you'll be more happy for other people, which will then in turn make you happier about yourself and your journey. It, broaden, it broadens your perspective of yourself. You know, I don't have, I don't have the right answers in terms of how to battle depression or, or mental health disorders or whatever. I don't have, I don't have the answers. I 100% don't. I have a journey that I've gone through that I've tried to share with so many of you. And I hope that in some way my journey that I've shared with so many of you can can help you grow, can help your self-growth and your self-awareness. You know, once you learn humility, it's only going to help you develop your, your, your own self. You know, it's going to allow you to rationally acknowledge ways that that you can improve yourself and I think that was probably my biggest turning point with with my own mental health issues was learning that humility and becoming self-aware of that and then being happy for other people's accomplishments and then and then that 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 joy that happiness then spread back to me and then it built me up So, yeah, humility definitely produces more happiness and positive emotions because now I have a more clear understanding of myself. You know, I've said it before, like, we can't possibly grow or, or be comfortable with who we are until you understand yourself. So many people say, oh, self-reflection. You need to, you need to self-reflect and, and, and learn how to be happy alone or with yourself. Yeah, 100%. That is 100% accurate. Absolutely you do. And I feel like it started with humility. For me, it started with humility. 
it's it's broadened my perspective of the world. You know, I have a more profound and evolved outlook of the world and what's going on in it now because it's not it's not just about me or my journey or who I was or where I was. So let's let's talk again about how how you become more humble. Right, I talked about being prideful. And I kind of want to go back to that just for a second because sometimes pride can become extreme. And and in those cases when when you might be too prideful, you may start to exhibit selfish or narcissistic behaviors. And I feel like there was definitely times where I did that. And there might still be times in my life where I might still do that. And I have to check myself. I have to be real with myself. What bothers me is when people start to begin that they think that they're better than other people. You know, if a person begins to think they are better than others, they only make decisions that depend on what's best for them. Those people are considered self-centered and prideful. Some might call it narcissistic. Narcissism is, that's, that's a whole other subject for another day. That term gets thrown around way too loosely when trying to describe somebody. And... And I feel like way too many people are called that that really aren't that. Narcissistic people, there's almost no way of helping them whatsoever. And I know that sounds like even even prideful people that aren't humble. I know that sounds like so many selfish people. I know. Narcissism is a whole nother level, though. It's a whole nother level. And I feel like we use that term way too loosely. So instead of saying, you know, somebody is narcissistic, I would say they're self-centered. That's what I would say. I mean, there's many different mental health disorders or, or personality disorders that you could define used to define that person that you think might be narcissistic like borderline personality disorder or, or I'm sorry histrionic personality disorder is is closely re- related to narcissism but there's definitely very big key differences between the two so i would say that they're they're more self-centered than they are narcissistic When you talk about self-centered or, or, or obsessive people, they're, they make it difficult to, to be considerate to others or even form a genuine relationship. You know, those people that are, that are too prideful or too self-centered may not notice or realize that there are areas in which they can improve on. And I know I've talked about this before, 
when it when you start talking to somebody about changes or or how to be better or different or or talk about your feelings or something that may upset you or may do something to you or for you and they immediately spin it back around on you like it's your fault like they they're not at fault it's not your fault that person is the one that needs the work that person needs lessons in humility that person needs to learn how to be less self-centered and if that person's refusing to do so i mean you can sit here and you can say you know you can tell them hey this is how that made me feel this is how that conversation made me feel well how do you think it made me feel how do you think when you said xyz how do you think that made me feel you know they completely discount ex- whatever it is you're saying and then spin it back on you that's that's a self-centered individual that's not okay that's that's a person that's not humble that person needs to learn humility that person needs to learn that the, the world does not revolve around them that person needs to learn that everybody makes mistakes including them that person needs to do some soul searching about a year ago um i i i don't know i guess you could say i did some soul searching i had what what i like to call um i, I don't know what else to call it a spiritual awakening I don't know what to call it, but in that moment, in that, you know, short time frame, it was like my gut instinct was so strong. And I, if, if you've ever had a really strong gut instinct, you, you probably understand what I'm saying, but it was, it was literally my gut. It was my stomach. It was my core. It was my midsection and it was tingling and it was like this. It was this inner feeling, and I had a thought at the same time, or or this, I mean, say a random thought, but like I was thinking about something, and then it was, and I'm thinking to myself, what if I do this? What if I do that? Maybe I should do this. And all of a sudden, it was just like this immense feeling. And then you start thinking about it more, and then like the 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 feeling in your in your core intensifies, and it's like. Okay. Okay. And in that moment, like I just, I went for a walk outside. I, I just sometimes like to enjoy nature. Um, we all do. We all should. I get out. The leaves are changing. The seasons are changing. There's animals and critters everywhere. And the colors of the leaves are green and yellow and orange and red and some of them are falling off the tree and you can smell the dried leaves that have fallen off the tree you can smell it and everything in that moment just felt right everything everything then just felt right there was like five deer off 20 feet away from me a couple of turkeys everything just felt right in that moment and ever since that moment I feel like I've only gotten better um, of course I've had of course I had some down some downtime, but
I feel like life has only gotten better for me since then. The decisions that I've made, the things that I've done, the instincts that I've followed. You become more open to different things. You become you become whole of sorts. That's the best way that I can explain like what it was exactly that happened to me, and I don't know how else to explain it really, but it was it was like I I I learned to be humble and I learned to do what was best for me. Not only in the moment, but in the future. And so often, you know, people think that, you know, humble people might just be uh, a pushover. People think that, you know, people that are, are nice might just be a pushover. And so many people will come up to you and be like, listen, I just want to be real with you, man. Let me just be real with you, okay? And it's like, okay, great, yeah, yeah. Why don't you be real with me? Well, you know... You kind you kind of seem you know like a like a pussy you know like you're a pushover like you're just so you're just too nice you're too whatever you got to be hard yeah you know what you're right you're right one hundred percent were you real with yourself today were you real with yourself before you come up to me and were like let me be real with you how about you try and be real with yourself first because you can't lie to yourself you can lie to whoever you want. You know, I've said before that whenever somebody's telling you something or a story or they're trying to explain something to you and they're like, honestly, no, I honestly nothing. Don't you're about to lie to me. Or when they say when they go on some some rant about, well, you know, this guy or this person is the greatest athlete ever, ever lived. But. But what? But what? Everything you're going to say is bullshit now. Everything, everything you're going to say before the word but is bullshit. So many people aren't real with themselves, but then pretend like they're going to be real with you. That's why humility is so important. It is, it is essential. I mean, I... I guess people don't realize how essential it is to be humble because they don't fully understand the concept or, or have yet to learn what it means to be humble. And that's what I said. Like, it took me a long time. It took me a long time. After coming across a survey evaluating um, life satisfaction in middle-aged adults... They found it concerning that humility and modesty were not highly recognized character traits that equated to to life satisfaction. So, (laughs) I mean, when you think about that, like that discovery, I mean, that, that forces people to reflect on, you know, 
our culture, America's culture, in regards to how we view such traits as humility. When you think about a communist society, individuals are embedded with this survival of the fittest mindset in which the stronger and better reach the top so people are forced to develop a you know a, a lookout for your own type of viewpoint people are exposed to consistent competition as, as children where they're competing for attention and you know academics and athletics and then at home as well and then later in adulthood right this competition this this competitive narrative this nature rears its head in, in different career settings. So all of our lives we're told that humility is not viewed as a necessary. That's 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 kind of alarming. You know, when you when you hear for I don't know how many years, you know, survival of the fittest or, you know, it's a dog-eat-dog world or, you know, it's the circle of life, you know, the the slowest get eaten, you know, in Africa, you know, the the predators, you know, pounce on whatever pronghorn, antler, deer or animal, whatever it is, you know, a zebra or what, whatever it is. You know, the cheetah's going to gonna go and chase down whatever antelope and, and kill it, whichever one's injured. You know, we talk about the survival of the fittest. When when I think about our society, we, we've always done better when we support each other. And I'm not just, I'm not, I'm not trying to say financially, et cetera, whatever. We do best when we support each other, when we're there for each other. Think about that. I, I look back to, um, one of those shows, I, Sister Wives, where the it's 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 the the in Utah and they're Mormon and they're there's one one guy and what four women and they're all married and they all have kids with with the one guy or one whatever whatever it is. There's you know fifteen kids living in one house with one father and and three or four different mothers, whatever it is. And those, those women all support each other and support all of those kids, even if they're not their own kids. They're there as, as a, a colony of sorts to support each other. While, you know, some people might not think that that's, that's right or that's okay and from a religious standpoint, whatever, that's fine. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm just using that as an example because so many people say it takes a village to raise a child or it takes a village to raise a person. It 100% does because there's so many life lessons that we need to learn, that we should learn. And I'm not saying I'm going to prioritize one over the other or this over that or whatever that looks like. I'm not going to say that whatsoever. But I will say we do much better as humans when we support each other. And part of part of being able to do that is learning humility. And learning that, you know, supporting other people isn't necessarily a bad thing. 
that that having a, 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 a kind approach interacting with others is not a bad thing. We should 100% be nice to one another. Absolutely. What's so hard about that? What's so hard about smiling at somebody at, at, at the gas station at the checkout counter? What's so wrong with saying thank you and smiling at, at, at your, your waitstaff person, the bartender, the, the barista making your coffee at you know whatever coffee joint it is you go to? What's so wrong with that? That smile, that thank you, saying, you know, your hair looks nice today. I like your nails. I like your shoes. I like whatever. That could literally make that person's day, and you just don't even know. And what does that do for you? How hard is that for you to say, oh, hey, you know, I like your hair. It's really pretty. Oh, thanks. Or, oh, hey, I like your nails. Oh, thanks. That's not difficult at all. What's difficult about it is being genuine when you say it. That's the hard part. That's what people don't understand. I don't think that's hard. I don't think that's hard at all. That's what this world needs. This world needs more people to be genuine with one another. This world needs more people to be self-aware. Humility. This world needs more humility. When I, I'm a huge sports fan. When I, when I, there's no hiding that. When I look through the the landscape of professional athletes, and I look and I think I'm like, okay, who's who's a great who's a great athlete? Who's a great person? I look at those people that use their platform for good. And in the NFL, they have something called the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. And that award is given out to one person every year. And it's only given out to one they had they nominate one individual per team. 32 NFL teams, they nominate one person. And the the way that they judge that is based off of charitable donations. They judge it by um, how they are on the field sportsmanship wise on the field with the people they play with and against they judge it based off of those things and i think that's fantastic because there's so many professional athletes does you can name a sport you know baseball basketball football tennis hockey i don't care whatever there's so many of them that will use not even not even professional collegiate too they will use their name image and likeness for only their benefit. I think back to one of my most, one of my favorite NFL players, stand-up person. His name is Warwick Dunn. He was a running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers many years ago. He has used his platform to, I, I need to look it up to be exact, but I know it's over like 1,300 or 1,500 houses that were built for people, families, single-parent families in, in various parts of Georgia, Florida, etc., wherever. Over a 1,000 houses that he helped sponsor, build, swing a hammer, the whole nine. 
that is he's he's retired years ago and he's still doing it till this day still doing it that's the kind of person that that people should look up to that's the kind of person that a lot of these professional athletes should want to be like not the kind of person that that is sexually assaulting massage therapist not the kind of person that's throwing women on on a bed full of guns and weapons and threatening them not the kind of person that will strike their girlfriend unconscious then drag her into an elevator not the kind of person that would do something like that absolutely not there are athletes out there like that 100% they are and they need to be they need to be outed we need to talk about that people don't but you need to talk about that because they need to learn a lesson in humility I'm going to end it today with um, something I said earlier right be real with yourself because only once you're real with yourself you're never going to be able to lie to yourself you can't lie to yourself You need to be real with yourself before you can be real with other people. That'll do it for today. Um, Thanks for listening. Don't forget, please subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends. Um, I enjoy doing this, and and I hope to do many, many more. And please continue to be real with yourself. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you.